We're back. Hey, everyone. I'm Susan Campbell, and you're listening to Unfiltered, a podcast where my team of marketing professionals share their thoughts on all things branding. You'll laugh, you'll learn, and hopefully walk away with new info about how to market your business. Enjoy. We are back with Unfiltered Marketing Season 3. Trace. Eins, eins, eins. I don't know. What <laughs> Can you tell it's Olympics time? That's all I know. Anyway, Zach, our producer and also participant, is here today. Hello. Jennifer Roop, account manager extraordinaire. And yours truly, Anna West, also account manager. And we are excited to be back podcasting. We missed you. Yeah, I know. We have missed laughing. We've already started sweating because we've been laughing so hard. So <laughs> I haven't laughed in weeks. <laughs> Months, months even. So we had a short season two podcast where we had quite a few guests that participated and it was great. But we realized this setting is better when it's less formal, more yeah, just like casual. We're not professional enough. We're keeping it cash. So. so we're really excited to bring you a concept that actually Jen came up with for this season of the podcast called Small Fries to Big Guys. The goal is for us to make big advertising concepts, digestible and achievable for the small to medium-sized business. That's the majority of our client market and could be the majority of our listeners. So we're hoping that you get a lot out of this season and don't feel overwhelmed by everything you see big organizations doing, knowing they have big marketing dollars. Know that you can do this too. We can break it down. And we're going to help you. And we're going to do, aren't we going to do a little bit more information? So whatever we're talking about on the podcast, you'll be able to find links in the show notes about blogs that have to do with the topic. We'll be talking on social media about the same topics here and there. So you'll be able to kind of do some research if we are talking about a topic that particularly interests you. Yes, absolutely. So our topic for today is, so now what? Mm. At the end of 2017, you probably read a lot of blogs giving marketing projections for what's going to be trending in 2018, what's going to be hot, what you have to be doing what to be relevant. To yeah. And the three that we agree with and are focusing on ourselves are video marketing and that's huge it's huge it's why Zach's here he's our video guy it's you bigly bigly (laughs) authentic communication and personalization so we'll be breaking down those three things in the podcast today talking about what that means for you and your marketing plan we know you're probably already prepared it's February well it's March when you'll hear this and you're running your marketing plan but it doesn't mean you can't make adjustments So, first topic, Zach, it's one of your personal faves. Yes. Video. So I only like video if the lighting is good. Absolutely. It's true. The the camera is high above, no double chins. (laughs) So much light, so little chin. (laughs) Chin or chin? Chin. (laughs) So much little chin on on it. Anyway. (laughs) So, we've given our predictions. So, now what does this mean for you? Zach. Considering small to medium-sized businesses and video, most likely when an owner or maybe a marketing, solo marketing person hears that, they think, what? They when think they, a lot of dollar bills is yes. what they think. Yeah. Um, and that's been something I for the small to medium business that they haven't really gotten to participate in. Right. Is, it's a misconception. It's a misconception, especially with the invention of social media and the 
all the channels that you're able to use it, you're really able to up your video marketing game with very little cost to you to get going. If you already have a cell phone, if you already have an iPhone that shoots video, you already have 50% of your You're equipment. halfway there. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, you guys just had the same thought at the same time. We worked way too closely together. Per usual. <laughs> Oh, speaking of per use, Jen. My conundrum of the day is how do you spell that? We, I don't know. You can't do U-S-E. Yeah. Like usual, short it, for usual. Right. Because that's use. If you know how to spell use, tweet me at <laughs> marketing, marketing SJC. Marketing SJC. I need to know because I use it a lot. Another one that I have started using, mm-hmm. Sochmeads. I'll catch you on my Sochmeads. No. Yep. I'm making You it. are not yep. allowed to. I'll catch yep. you on Sochmeads. Um, he was on my Sochmeads. <laughs> oh, he was totes on my show. Mm-hmm. Sochmeads. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Did you watch Song Revations with Jimmy and Justin? Oh, yes. You're like, shortening words, making it sound like hip and young. <laughs> that that episode where Justin Timberlake was on Jimmy Fallon is one of my favorite. It was great. They sang. Anytime everything. they're together, they're the two best friends that anybody could ever have. Two I know. Best friends. Bert and Ernie. Wow. Okay. So you say it doesn't take big dollars if you've got an iPhone and maybe a tripod. Yeah. What then does that mean for next steps? So now what? What kinds of videos can they do on their iPhone? You're like, hey, I have an iPhone. I can do this. How do I start? Right. Right. <laughs> That's literally what I just said. <laughs> That's literally what you... Well, this shows the. This is how I show that I'm paying attention to you. Is by okay, okay, oh, that's all a good right, tactic. fair, fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah touche. <laughs> um. <laughs> French word. Luge. Like luge. So, what do you do for your video marketing? I think the most important thing is to get started. Just get an idea. Find what's unique about you, whether it's your Mm -hmm. business, whether it's your expertise, and go for it. You know, get a couple of concepts. Maybe you want to try and show behind the scenes if you have a really interesting workspace that you you really enjoy and people enjoy to watch. Basically, it's whatever you, I think, whatever you get into conversation with, with the average Joe, take advantage of that and utilize it and um, share a video about it. So I, I said a couple of ideas already behind the scenes, maybe. It could be sharing your expertise with a couple of points. Mm-hmm. You could be utilizing, and we're going to be talking about this later, Facebook Live yep. um, to try and get more engagement with people. Yep. But I think the thing you have to do is just consistency and frequency. You just got to get going. Yep. You got to start posting and showing that you're ready to build a community around video. That's how you get the numbers. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of choosing a day of the week that you're going to have a video so that people come to rely on that video every week and they know it's coming and they're invested in watching you every week so you have repetitive contact with them. Yeah. I like the idea of even like a before and after of a product or a service that you provide. Yeah. What's Whatever your elevator pitch is, how do you demonstrate that in video? We, I mean, we just had a lot of fun doing interviews, just random questions to get let people get to know your staff. Just get creative with it. And it's okay to get on YouTube and watch what other people in your industry are talking Absolutely. about. I mean, you, not I'm not necessarily saying copycat, but get inspired by what other people are doing and um, there are so many ideas out there. Right, yeah. On episode two we'll be digging down a lot deeper into some ideas that we can help clients with. We'll let we'll be letting them in on some of the stuff they can expect to see from us this season. So I don't want to get 
too in the weeds, but maybe even from an Instagram perspective, Jen, that's a strong platform for you. What are some things they could do maybe with Instagram stories? Instagram stories are my favorite because they're just so creative and you're only limited to your imagination. You can do small vignettes, an actual video of what's going on in your office or a tutorial video or a flat lay where you're laying out products. And then you can also have a conversation. So you can do teasers. You can do a poll. Now they have gifts. I mean, when that came out, I basically just shot my whole day was just gone. All I did was sit there and look at them. So I think that it's, it's a great tool to keep your Instagram at the top of people's feeds. It's relatively easy to do. It's very timely. And you don't have to do video. You don't have to shoot a video of someone. You can do picture pictures. They have a text one now. So you can type whatever you want on there. My favorite is using it as a teaser. So whenever I post something on my bookstagram account, I go onto my stories and I take the photo. Here's a little tip. (laughs) If you didn't know this, you choose the chiseled marker on the top of the stories. You pick a color, then you hold your finger down on the photo and it puts that color as an overlay on the photo. Then you take the eraser and you can erase that film a little bit. So you're giving just a tiny little preview about what's in your photo. So, and then they're like, oh, they see that. Come see what book I'm reading now. That takes them to your actual profile. Wow. You heard it here, folks. Yep. We'll give you actual tips. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can, we can do it. We can show you. Yeah. We can do a tutorial. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I said, Instagram stories is just limited to your imagination. Mm -hmm. It's really, really fun to use. Yeah. So to wrap the video conversation up, I think the main thing we're saying is you have to do something. And if you don't have big budget dollars for high production videos, we still love those and they're still important. But if you don't have it, you're not out of the game. There's still options for you. So tune in to episode two to hear even more ideas of campaigns you could do with video, more ideas for what kind of video you could be doing, and don't lose hope if you're a small fry. Right. And even if you do have a budget, so now what? What kind of videos can you do? So we don't have to just talk about small. Right. We'll talk about everything. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, we're going to take a little break. And when we get back, we're going to cover the topics of what to do now with personalization and authentic communication in your marketing. Hi, this is Lisa Smith, and I'm the content manager at SJC Marketing. This month, we're focusing on how to develop your video strategy in 2018. If you're looking for ways to get started on your video marketing or ways that you can improve your reach, come read our blog at sjc.marketing blog. Okay, we are back with Unfiltered Marketing. All right, all right. You guys are musical. I am not, so let's not take that any further. Okay, so... So now what you're wondering, do I do about authentic communication in my marketing and how the heck do I personalize my marketing? Well, friends and listeners, and hopefully you're both one and the same, Mm. we're about to give you some tips. You also may be wondering what is the difference between authentic communication and personalization. I actually really am. (laughs) I I cannot wait to hear what you have to say because I have no idea. The best part is I'm pretty sure Jen wrote the blog where we talked about it. But seriously. Um, Anyway, I feel like there is some overlap for sure. Okay. Because by personalizing your content, 
it feels more authentic. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think the difference lies in the fact that you can still personalize something and it not necessarily feel authentic. So examples, the skim, I love using them as an example. They are wonderful. But when I get my daily email from them every day, it does not feel personalized because I know everyone else is getting the same email, but the way they communicate in the email is very authentic. Because they say you, things you need to know. Well, and they, they're funny and they add humor and it feels like those girls were sitting down at midnight writing the skim to all of these big news stories. But they could personalize it by saying, good morning, Anna. They could. Do they choose to do that? No. No. And that's okay because I still, they still obviously have thousands of loyal followers. But that would be an example of being authentic because it's the content of their content, if that makes sense. A way that we show authenticity in our marketing, I think, is by showing we're not some big fancy agency. Like, we're a small team and we show that by behind-the-scenes footage or funny photos that we put on our Instagram story of our team. But then we're also just very real in the way that we post on our social. It doesn't sound like a robot wrote the description for the blog that we shared on Facebook. An actual person sat down, read that blog, and then wrote something about it. Right. Unfiltered is that's our authenticity. And we are, yeah. And we're actually writing our blogs. Right, right. There are literal, like, robots that you can hire now to create Facebook ads for you. And and you know what? That might be the right move for your company. It, again, just depends on the size. But I think if you are a small to medium-sized business, authenticity is going to get you a long way. When you have actual people, experts in the industry, sitting down together and discussing how to make that Facebook ad, it's going to go a lot better when it's got that kind of... Humanness behind it. Yes, exactly. We're organic, (laughs) non-GMO marketing company. Absolutely. (laughs) Non-genomized What? The Triscuit. The Triscuit commercial. Non-genomatiskit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. Spell that one. Yeah, can't. Nope. Okay, so that's authentic communication. Got it. Just realness behind the social posts that you put out, the blogs that you're writing. Don't sound like you're regurgitating something that you read. You may be getting some advice from another blog you read, but if you have something to actually say about it, Sound like yourself. Yep. Like you're on LinkedIn. Yes, it's a professional site, but there's still a way to showcase that it's you. It's your personality. Mm -hmm. Okay. Personalization. This, I feel like can be a little bit harder for small fries because it's the big guys like Target who can track what I'm buying at their stores, Mm -hmm. how I'm shopping, where I spend the most time in their store. And then they can send me an email right after I leave with coupons for those very shoes that I was looking at. Right. But why don't they do that before? I go because I need that coupon. Because they want you to come back. Well, I'm and going spend to. Even more. No, haven't <laughs> no. they looked at my history? Yeah. I'll be back next right. Wednesday, guys. That's why they service you. You know, ads. I have definitely fell for that. I yes. mean, and I don't mind it. I honestly don't. Like some people, your husband are like that. does. Well, yeah. <laughs> your checkbook does. <laughs> but I, some people say I don't like that. That's kind of creepy. And I'm like, but if I'm choosing to shop there, I don't. I don't mind yeah. it. So. And honestly, don't hate on me for saying this. But it's the future. Like, I think fewer people are going to be creeped out about that because right. more people expect it now than yeah. anything. Yeah. You're right. It is the future. You know, yeah. It was creepy before. And I think it's a different thought. But yeah, I think it's awesome. Right. So here's some ways that we're doing it. We're technically.
technically you could call us a small fry. Marketing automation. So we have an email marketing and marketing automation platform who that tracks who's coming to our website. And the more they interact with our website, with the content we're pushing out, it scores them. And then we can see like, oh, they're showing more interest now. And then if they fill out a contact form, we know they're really interested. But even if they don't and they keep scoring higher, one of our sales reps can reach out to them and say, hey, we noticed you've been looking at our site. Is there something in particular we can help you with? Do you have questions? And that's not weird anymore. And that's a real phone call from a real person. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it becomes personal because we know what they're looking at. So the other thing that we can do is target email campaigns to that person. We notice they're spending a lot of time on our web development pages yeah. and blogs. So we can develop a track around website development, website information that goes to that person. Right. We're not going to start sending them emails about billboards right. and radio. So right. Smart. Yes. And so we're a small fry. A lot of our clients are small fries, but that's an affordable way to personalize yeah. something. It just takes a little bit of time and strategizing. Right. Or like you said, just opening an email. It might be a chain or a bulk email but it has their first name on it. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jen, how are you today? Hope you're doing well. Some other ways that we can personalize are through digital advertising. Mm -hmm. So with our Facebook ads, we can get pretty down and dirty with how much we narrow down the person that we're targeting. Mm -hmm. So that feels really personal. Mm -hmm. If we build an ad that's for middle-aged white men who love to golf and who make X amount of money a year and who drive Land Rovers, (laughs) you know, like we can, Facebook gives us a lot of options. And so then when they see that ad, it's like, oh yeah, this is totally me. Right. It increases your odds that that person is actually going to see value in the ad. Right. Mm -hmm. So Because don't you get annoyed when you get ads and you're like, why am I getting this ad? This has uh, yeah. nothing to do with me. You yeah. know, I did realize that if you are on the same IP address that, so I've been getting stuff that my husband looks at. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I getting these ads? And Jordan's like, oh, that's my fault. I've been looking at UFC fights again. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't think Christopher listens, <laughs> but I totally knew what I was getting for my birthday. <gasps> Swear. I had, oh, man. I started, I one day got on Facebook and there were ad after ad for digital watches for smartwatches watches. I was just like, why is this, you know, why does this keep popping up? Well, I had bought him one. And so I just, I just knew that I think he automatically thought, well, if she got me one, she might like one too. And so lo and behold, on my birthday, I got it. And I was like, I guessed that because he did. Because me, I just look up, I look up what what one has the best reviews and I buy it. He probably spent two months researching exactly which watch to get me. It takes him a long time to make a decision. So those ads started popping up and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Take notes, Zach. Yeah. If you're doing research for your wife at home. Amazon account, so that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But that's just an example of, again, it doesn't take a lot of money to right. service ads like that, to run marketing campaigns Don't like you that. think it's just as important to do face-to-face personalization too? Absolutely. Yes. This has been heavier on the digital age, but oh my gosh, how much do we encourage our clients to get out in the community to attend chamber events, to become members of... Volunteer. Yeah. Be on boards. <laughs> because... No, this was back when I was in school a long time ago. <laughs> back in the day. But the conversion rate for face-to-face was 25%. One in four people that you talk to would become your client. You can't beat that still today with most advertising right. channels. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. It's a yeah, great It point. doesn't have to be. It can still be face-to-face. And some of the, my favorite moments in our job is getting to sit down and talk to 
our clients and really pick their brain. And even in the middle of a campaign, check in with them. How are they doing? What What are their pain points? Mm-hmm. I think that that's really valuable, especially if we're talking to small businesses, because Absolutely. you have that luxury yeah. of knowing who your clients are. Definitely. Yeah. Zach, you got any wisdom to drop on us wisdom from those drops. angles? Talking about small and medium businesses, I really feel like that's that's always been the free version of you know marketing is just putting your face out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things I've seen since seeing our boss, Susan, how she she interacts with the community, it's it, it's a really great way of doing business. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's that's her secret sauce is, mm-hmm. is being a part of the chamber and being a part of events that are, that are volunteering. If your business can help support maybe a nonprofit or right. if there's a specific organization that you can support or sponsor, getting your face out in those avenues and channels is always mm-hmm. a great way to yeah. show, hey, I'm... There's a person back behind yeah, the brand. I'm a, I'm a real person and I'm giving back to this community. Yeah. yeah. And I'm in it to win it. And there's a lot of uprising of, of supporting local businesses. That's right. Because in, an excuse I've heard before is, well, I don't have time to do that. And but anyway, my clients aren't even in that room. And it's like, well, your clients may not be in that room at this meeting, but when that pain point arises or that need arises that they need your services Mm -hmm. and you haven't been there, they're going to look elsewhere. But if you've been there and you're making relationships, when the need does arise, they're going to think of you first. You just make yourself a spot at the table. That's what Susan has said over and over again. Make yourself a spot at the table and when they are ready to come to dinner, you will already be there. Oh my gosh, and how many clients have we gotten because it's like, oh, we know Susan. Or we've been in the back of their mind forever Mm -hmm. because they've seen things that we're doing they see us in the community and it's right. being top of mind even when they don't even know mm-hmm. that they're kind of starting to think yeah. about stuff like that. So. Or connections that you make along the way in your life journey mm-hmm. and then they may not be in your community necessarily but like one of our new California clients worked with Susan way back when and all of a sudden the need arose for a bunch of content development for them and they called her straight away and we live in Kansas City, Missouri, yeah. you know. So we didn't even have to be in person for them to reach out to us. Right. In California, how many agencies do they have to choose from? But they believe in our work. We've proved ourselves. Yeah. And we've proven ourselves. We've proven. We've proven ourselves. And now they're working with us. So I've heard that a lot about clients, the ones that are in the Midwest, but not necessarily in our community. They say they like the Midwest values. They like kind of the homegrown approach to it. And so they seek us out because that's our way of life. This ain't no two-bit town. No, we got electricity. (laughs) We we got got the internet. Okay, so to wrap this up. If you're a small fry and you want to be a big guy, or if you're a big guy and you got a lot of money, just call us. <laughs> yeah, definitely call, <laughs> call us. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is what we're saying. In 2018, you must do video. It's a must. You must be authentic in your communication and you must personalize your content. And we've given you some tips on how to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you need some help, Call us or email us or get on our website at sjc.marketing and submit a contact form. A person does check those and we will be in touch within the day. Personally give you an authentic (laughs) meeting that perhaps we might put on video so that you can refer back to it. See what I did there? See see what I did there? Oh, I saw what you did and I really liked it. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So lastly, 
don't forget to subscribe to our podcast Mm -hmm. on iTunes. Leave us a review, only if it's nice. Rate us, because we would love to get this podcast out to the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's already in the world, because we got some international listeners. Right, but I just want to know. Yeah, what do you think? are Are they listening? Yeah. All I want for Christmas is for someone to tweet me because I said tweet me on on Twitter mar- marketing at marketing SJC. It would make my day. Follow us on Instagram at marketing SJC. Like us on Facebook at marketing SJC. Yeah. SJC marketing. We want to see you. Yeah, we want to see you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you want to hear about. Right. We just talk about stuff we like. But if you wanna, if you wanna. Tell us what you want to listen to. Yeah. Small guys. We'll, give, we'll even give you a shout out. Yes. So anyway, thanks for tuning in to Unfiltered Marketing. We will see you next time. This concludes episode one. <laughs> Stay unfiltered. Continue today's topic with us by tweeting your thoughts to Marketing SJC or visit our website, sjc.marketing. <laughs>